Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind, where we get real world insights on winning from people who have accomplished amazing things. I'm your host, Larry Wydell, and let's get going. I'm here talking with Alex McInvan from, is it Los Angeles? Uh, general Southern California. Yeah, we, we call California. it all Los Angeles. Yeah, the people in uh, uh, Southern California, LA, they they default to the Southern California. Uh, so, you know, if you were to write a book right now, uh, Alex, what were, what would you zero in on that, you know, the accumulation of what you have learned that the most valuable parts that you would like to get down in writing for your boys and your daughter and, you know, and, the friends and family and people in your organization, what would, uh, what would that, what do you think it would center on? See, I'm, I'm, I'm launching you into your own book writing career now. You know, that, that is a tremendous question, Larry. Uh, you know, uh, and I think about this all the time. I think most people that start businesses, uh, the book would be about, about, you know, how do you start your business? How do you get into business? How do you become successful at owning any kind of a business? And, and I think the general consensus is, okay, I have to learn some skills. I have to learn the things I have to do. And that's absolutely true. But I, I'm here to report and I'm here to, based on experience and based on my own knowledge of, of you know, almost three decades of being in business, is that the doing part of a business, as important as it is, is not the only part. It's not even the most important part. Should you have, if you're in a licensed environment, should you have your licenses? Of course. Should you learn your products? Of course. Should you know how to do a presentation, how to overcome objections, how to close sales, how to teach others how to close sales? I mean, that's, that all goes without saying. But the part that I feel is never talked about, literally never talked about, and the few that are mega successful in business figure this part out, maybe on their own, is the being part. So if you were to break it up into, break any business up into the doing part and then the being part, I think nobody understands that. Nobody really realizes that, that the person that I was when I started 29 years ago in business is not the person that, that I was a few, five years later, that person that was five years later was not the person that was, you know, another five years later. Uh, it, it, it's, it's shocking how you meet someone and then you know them for several years. And then you, you think about them and you go, you know, this person has, hasn't changed one bit. They're the same exact guy. They're the same exact gal. As a matter of fact, they probably kind of went south a little bit further, a little right. bit more compared, compared to what they used to be. So uh, if I were to boil it all down is learn everything, learn, get all the skills, learn, all, learn your craft. Absolutely. And once you've mastered your craft, realize that's about 10% of your total success formula. The other 90% is, okay, let's, let's unpack my brain. Let's unpack my personality. Uh, what, what are my thoughts? What are the words that come out of my mouth? 
what are the what what are my behaviors? What are the things that are helping me win? And what are what are a lot of things that are self defeating and that are damaging to my business and to my life? And then I and I want to add one more thing: is is you know a lot of people have certain level of success, but then they never get past that. I believe that that has a lot to do with integrity. When you see somebody that's you know you see a multimillionaire. And then you see a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. I think the thinking is that, oh, he got lucky. Oh, she got lucky. Oh, she was, you know, they came up with an app. They, they invented some new product or something. But I could show you a lot of people that did those exact things. And, and they had decent success. They had reasonable success. But the ones that become whales, and, and this goes, this is the opposite of contrary belief. I believe they had the utmost, the utmost of personal and business integrity. And so uh, uh, how does that translate? Where did that occur to you? And how does that translate uh, into the real world? Well, you know, uh, you know, people are watching you. You know, we, we live in glass houses. They can see everything about us, especially when you're in a business where you have other people around you. You know, if you're self-employed, you could say whatever you want to say to a client and they'll, they'll either believe you or they won't believe you. And they don't really know you. They don't really know your lifestyle. They don't really know you as a person. But when you're in, a, in an environment where you have hundreds of people around you, thousands of people around you, and they all look to you for their inspiration, they look to you for their lifestyle, they, they, they want to be like you and they want to become like you, then, then everything that you do and say matters. Everything that you think matters. When you think no one is watching, when you think no one's around, it matters what you think. It matters what you say. It matters how you behave. And when you, uh, you know, you were talking about in the beginning of getting started and you were talking about quitting, uh, wanting to quit a uh, hundred times a day, what were, what uh, uh, would you say is since then, you know, you keep on going and the reason you would, you kept on going is you didn't have a choice you know like people will come up uh to me and say like uh, i'm sure they say to you it's like uh thanks for not quitting and thanks for keeping on and because uh you know and helping to build the company and you know if they work inside your company because uh you gave us an gave you've given us an opportunity and appreciate you doing that don't know how you went through all those tough times, you know, but, uh, and I, you know, uh, in fact, how did you go through those tough times? I said, well, keep in mind, I didn't have General Motors calling me, offering me a $250,000 a year <laughs> vice presidency. <laughs> <laughs> they were calling for a car payment. That's what yeah, they were calling yeah. for. <laughs> so, if I was going through the spinning the deck of, of options, it was like, you know, they gave me one card. It was, you know, uh, and so uh, I had to play the one card I had and hope for the best, you know. <laughs> so with uh, what, when you think back, we all go through really tough times. What was the worst time for you? Was it business? Was it uh uh, you know, in business where the economy changed was a business where, you know, personally you were hurt, uh, uh, where there was a financial reversal that you didn't see coming. Was it something that happened to your health uh, or, you know, 
someone close to you inside your organization uh, uh, came in and uh, uh, took advantage, let's just say, to put it, make it clean. And uh, what, what were the gut wrenching things that you've lived through that you're most proud of? Wow, that, that's a great question, Larry. Uh, there's probably several hundred stories, but one that comes to mind, one that was a was really a defining moment. One was that 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 if it hadn't happened, I wouldn't have known uh, who I was and the kind of, you know the kind of person that I was becoming. Uh, and, and there's so many aspects to it, but it, it, it went something like this where we were doing okay. We're doing, we're just, just kind of plugging along and building our organization, building our agency. We already had two or three uh, other brokers that we had developed. Uh, and then uh, there, was a, there was a mass exodus uh, where uh, I had no idea that, that it was happening, that it was building, there was a storm building. And, and, and by the way, I take 100% responsibility for everything that happened, including that that maybe I, I, had to, I should have been more vigilant, maybe I should have been more uh, aware, maybe I should have uh, treated people nicer. You know, uh, it, it, I could go on and on and on, but just to give you the, 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 the essence of it. So there was a mass walkout where this was uh, around 2007, 2008, when the, or prior to that, when the mortgage industry was, uh, was crazy, where people were making you know, five points on a mortgage. Right. They, they could make three points in the front, two points in the back. I mean, on a, on a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage, they could make twenty five thousand dollars on on one transaction. Yeah. And so, for somebody that was a little bit disillusioned in the business, a little bit maybe hurting, maybe maybe it wasn't paying them the, the way it should have. They take a look and they say, "I could just sell one mortgage a month, and I could I could make twenty five grand." And so then one guy talked to another guy, another guy talked to another guy. And then I look up, I was, we were out of town, actually. We were at a company convention and I get a phone call saying, hey, did you know what's happening? You're, you're having about, you know, half of your guys leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and, what? And, uh, what? Yeah. right, right. And, and by the way, my office manager called me and she said, oh, by the way, I'm going with them just to let you know. What, what, what? as a courtesy call. <laughs> This is the last time you'll hear my voice. Right. Yeah. And uh, I was numb. I was sitting there going. Uh, what percent of your organization of your key people went? Um, we had, uh, we had uh, eight top leaders that were slated to become brokers over the course of the next, you know, uh -huh. 30, 50, 90 days. They had all their licenses and they had all their numbers and everything. And, and that, that group left. Wow. And, and they, they, and, and the word was Alex is gone. He's out of business. Don't waste your time right. with them. They basically left me on the roadside. And, uh, and it's funny because over the course of the next 12 months, our personal income doubled Wow! <laughs> because of that adversity. And so this is not a woe is me story. This is a story of, of redemption. This is really a story of, it's a comeback story that, I believe that because of this type of adversity, because the bigger the adversity in your life, the bigger the comeback. And, and, uh, and by the way, 
all of the people that left, uh, they're they're all financially destitute and desperate. I mean, I don't I don't right. keep tabs on anybody, but yeah. I get reports back. Right. So and so is doing this, and so and so is doing that, and and so there, there's no winning in that for them. They just they just got caught up in the whole in the whole mortgage thing. So, well, congratulations uh, on surviving that, and I think a lot of being able. When that happens to you, your, you know, you find out if you do have strength, you do have character, you have done the right things. Because if something like that happens, uh, Alex, and you already have doubts about yourself, you know, you're going to crumble. But the fact is, when you get challenged, slapped in the face, of course, you go through the worry and the motion and what, and then, but you evaluate as like, what? What did I do to cause this? You know, it was like when I got, I won't go into it, but I, I've had, uh, I've gone through my uh, fair share of horror stories, but it's like, if it costs me $2 million, it's like, okay, I'm going to analyze this. I'm going to make my changes and I'm going to take this lesson and make $20 million out of it. You know, right. it's just like, you know what right. I'm saying? That's a $2 million lesson. I, I'm going to learn it. And uh, it's not a hit. It's a lesson that I let somebody teach me because I wasn't paying attention to the books or the, you know, the accounting, the people who were doing this or that or the other. And it's like, okay, okay. I uh, did this to myself. It's uh, $2 million, but I'm going to use it to make another, at least 20 million, you know, over the next, 10 years or something like that. And so what you did was exactly that. And uh, uh, people need to know that just, you know, disasters are going to happen and surprising disasters will happen. The great thing is they don't happen all the time, you know? And so uh, for <laughs> one thing happens to uh, a friend of ours out in uh, Salt Lake City in his office, somebody got upset with something that somebody said about somebody, whatever. And this somebody went and called uh, their, maybe it was their friend or their husband or whatever that worked at the local TV station and said, you know, they're running a scam organization over there. They're selling drugs out of there. You know, they've got, uh, you know, they've been getting away with it for years and everybody knows about it. That side of town. So this guy goes, <laughs> He's showing up late to work. You know, he's at like a Friday. He's, you know, he's almost to the office. And his daughter, I think, was the secretary. She said, uh, don't come. She said, <laughs> got SWAT teams in the guard, you know, around the and guard dogs at the front door and just SWAT teams surrounding the building. They got a TV camera, TV station. You know, it's a small, Salt Lake City. Small oh, town. my God. Yeah. The TV stations here filming live, you know, with the reporters for the paper. It don't come, you know, this, that, the other. So, but he was almost there anyway. So he walks in. They make him do the uh, walk of shame into the office, sit him down in the lobby, handcuff him. You know, he's handcuffed. Wow. <laughs> and their films are running to this and the other. And, you know, it took, in situations like that, it takes a few hours to, you know, they, if they, are told something like that, they have to take it serious, you know? Right. And so it took a few hours to get it unraveled where, where they let him go and, and everything, but the truck, anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so did they find the drugs or did they flush it down the toilet or what happened? <laughs> they found there was no drugs within a half a mile of the office. It was, it was, drugs were only in the person's mind that uh, right, right. made that up, you know. But uh, the, you know, I had to drive halfway across the country overnight to have an emergency meeting with everybody to kind of get, you know, shift gears and get everybody fired back up again. And, you know, to go in there and tell some jokes or something, you know, I don't know what I did, but I tried to get them laughing and, and uh, they recovered and they did great, you know, but things like that will happen. But because that happens to you, you don't have to fall apart. Right. And that's the key. And if you don't fall apart, it could turn into the greatest thing that ever happens. And, uh, you know, if we get, uh, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And uh, I'd like to talk more, but I've kind of kept you long enough. How did you turn that around? How, how did you absorb that to where your income doubled in the next year? You know, just, uh, just went to work. First of all, I mean, I was already working, but I, I just right. decided that this is it. Remember, quitting was off the table. Right. Quitting was not an option. And so I thought, what are my, what are my options here? I mean, I could, I, I felt bad. I felt, I felt like I was, I was having a heart attack, literally. Right. And then of course I had to do a lot of, of managing and putting out fires and all that. But at the end of the day, you know, because, because we had some great people that stayed I think a big part of it was that they saw, they saw the pain, they saw the agony, they saw uh, what we were going through. Yeah. And, and, and then, so if the team stepped up, the, our entire agency uh, stepped up, our broker stepped up, they said, not yeah. on our watch. Yeah. So that, 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 had, that had a lot to do with it. Uh, when you're all alone, then you're all alone, but boy, when you have right. a team, sure makes well, a difference. It goes back to what you said earlier about your thing about negotiating. Uh, negotiations it's like don't let yourself get all married to one car one uh watch or one this one that because you know there's another one you know there'll be another one out there there's another deal out there and these people don't get your mar yourself married to a certain just succeeding with this certain group of people you can you can go get other people you know you know and the funniest line i ever heard on that was uh uh a guy had a big organization and he said, uh, he said, I tell my people, he said, uh, if everybody quits, he said, I will go out and, and, uh, and rebuild it and it'll be bigger and better than ever. He said, now, of course, it'll take six months for me to recover from my heart attack. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't have the emotional shock of dealing with these kind of things but uh you can't control you know the you're not there's a limit to how upset you can let yourself get over things you can't control so hey thanks so much alex we're gonna have to do this again soon thanks so much any parting words that you want to uh pass on to uh the people who have been listening to this about winning Absolutely. You know, it's, it's just, it's so worth it to go through a little bit of pain, a little bit of discomfort. You know, we live in times seemingly that, that no one wants to pay a price anymore. Everyone's looking outside of themselves for something they want the government or an employer or 
I mean, uh, you know, look, look, look within yourself. You have, doesn't matter what skill level you're at, you have everything in you. It's in your DNA. It's already, it's already, it's like ragu Italian sauce. It's in there. It's in there. And, and all you got to do is, is just, just trust in yourself, believe in yourself, but you got to work your tail off. And it is so worth it when you get to the other side. Absolutely fantastic. Thanks so much, Alex. I will look forward to the next time. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Larry. You're awesome. That wraps up this episode. Consider leaving a rating and review if you like what you heard. In addition, I have a free video for you and it contains my best insights from 20 years of running my own business and also coaching million dollar earners. You'll find it at whitelonwinning.com forward slash webinar. Thanks for listening and do it big.